Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish, your favorite podcast ever. Christina here, your host. Um, still on winter break, so Nina's not here, but I have a guest with me today who I'll introduce in a second. First of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who has subscribed so far. It means the world to us. If you haven't left a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher, then you definitely should. Um, preferably five stars or any, but mostly five. And <laughs> also, if you have a question you want us to answer in a future episode or just a general topic you want us to talk about, you should send it in to actuallyadultish.com. You can submit that anonymously or you can send us your name. We like to know who you are if you want to tell us. You can also email us at actuallyadultish at gmail.com. And you should also follow us on Instagram. Our handles at actually adultish so lots of fun stuff oh and you should like our facebook page just look up actually adultish on facebook and we post updates of when new episodes go up and just other random things so it's a lot of fun so today i have my friend rahul with me and we're friends from high school rahul say hi Hi guys. <laughs> so, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, like where you go to school, major stuff like that? Um, I go to UC Davis. My name is Rahul. So in case, um, <laughs> you hear in my voice this time. I go to UC Davis. I'm studying environmental policy, analysis, and planning. <clears throat> And I'm going to be out of a job because Donald Trump doesn't believe in climate change. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? I'm going to do something that's not environmentally related. Really? Yeah, probably. Like, my, my goal would be, like, tech management. Oh, okay. That's um, cool. So, like, you learn some critical thinking skills. Yeah. And which can be applied to, like, project management jobs. Yeah. Which is hopefully where I'd like to go. I mean, okay. I'm kind of of the opinion that most majors in college... It really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, like, no, I totally do you agree? agree. Okay. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I mean, unless obviously you want to be like doctor, yeah, doctor, even like a lawyer, you can, you can, you can kind of do whatever major. Wanted, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Like, I don't like an engineer. Obviously, you need to like major in engineering. But outside of like doctor being like pre med and like engineering, you could do anything and apply it yeah. probably anywhere. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Which is why it's like, it's like hard. Like, I feel like people who are young... I wish I had known this. Well, actually, I don't really care because I wasn't really stressed about my major when I was applying yeah. at all. But I feel like people... So many people are stressed out about, like, what major to do. And I'm like, it really doesn't matter. Like... Yeah, I don't think it matters. Like, it should be it should be something that interests you. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't, like, take history if you hate history. Cause yeah. Because that would suck for four years. But... You can't get... You're not going to be able to get through <laughs> the yeah, college. Yeah, class. Mm. But the general skills you learn can be applied almost... In any situation. Yeah. What What is your brother um, studying? My brother is studying neuroscience. Oh my god! Is he pre med, or just doing that for fun? He, at the moment, is doing it for fun. I think he wants to do psychiatry. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so he did a lot of work with, um, like, autistic kids in high school with volunteering, mm -hmm. um, and so that's how he got interested in neuroscience. Mm -hmm. and I think he wants to continue down that path. Okay, cool. Yeah, his his little brother is. A freshman, right? He's a sophomore. A sophomore? Okay. So, yeah. A little bit of a difference. But, yeah. So, we knew each other from high school, although we didn't go to the same high school. I'm trying to remember. It was the first time we met. Okay. We went to a formal together. We went, we went to, to <laughs> junior, Aragon's junior winter formal. Was that junior year? Yeah, I think, because I had a 
I remember because I had like just broken up with like one of my one of my my only girlfriend. Yeah. Like, two week gap or three week gap when we were not together, and that's when we went to this. Okay, dance. yeah. Because do you want to explain why we, <laughs> how Is this it, happened? I mean, the breakup or like no, how like we, how we went to because I didn't even know you. We we met through. We have a, a, mutual, a mutual friend. friend. Yeah, Two my like friends. best friend from middle school. Um, and so we met through her. Yeah. And then I don't remember exactly how <laughs> how we ended up. At, I, mean, I mean, I remember that we were at this dance together, but I don't remember the situation leading up to it other than the fact that I had broken up with my girlfriend like a week previously. Yeah. And then like, I think Annalise was just like, we're holding someone to go to a dance with. And I was like, okay. And then we're, and just, you're just like, okay. And then we just like went and fun, then we became friends. Yeah. We became friends after that. <laughs> Fun fact about that dance is the only time in my life I've worn a bow tie to a formal event. Really? And that was 100% Christina's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm very, um, what's the word? Controlling. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't bad. It just, it, it wasn't was my thing at the time. But I love been bow since, ties. But. They're so classy. You didn't wear one to prom? Oh, I guess not. I wore a tie to prom. Oh. did you, Wait, did you want to lease her date? No. I don't even remember. Not, never, like, discussions happened, at, like, probably towards the end of senior year and nothing. Okay, but you guys were never actually together. No. Okay, so confusing. High school relationships are so weird. Do you think... They, thinking you think, back on it now, I, like... They're so weird. They're so, like, over-exaggerated drama, like, and I was just like, I, I couldn't do that now. No yeah. way. I don't have the, brand, like, the bandwidth. No, I know, and I think about, like, like... That's how I feel about high school relationships. And then when I was in high school, that's how I felt about like middle school. I remember being like, oh my God, I can't believe all these people who are dating in middle school. It's so stupid. Like yep. now we're like actually doing real relationships and now I'm in college <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck was high school? Exactly. Like everybody was so, the talking. I can't, I hate that. The talking, I don't know. But people still like talk, I guess. I don't know. I think the reference is still there. Yeah. But like personally, like you either you know or you don't like, yeah kind of where it's going and it's like if it's even if it's a little complicated you can still tell like it's going to either go positively or negatively and that should really be the end of discussions in yeah opinion, but no i think so too so okay so you're in a frat right i am what fraternity are you i'm in? in sigma nu is greek life like big at davis the, so i actually thought about this because i listened to your podcast about uh-huh. um, fraternities compared to what ucla sounds like davis is re- more relaxed, okay. I would say. Um, like, is most of the popul- the student population in Greek, like... 10, 10% is okay. in Greek life. So there's... I don't even like know what, like, 3, the average people. is. Well, Davis is not a big Greek life school. Mm-hmm. Um, probably one of the least when it comes to, like, the UCs, but mm-hmm. I'm sure UCLA's Greek life is much more active. It's, like, not even... This is This is, like, the thing. Our school is so clicky that it's like honestly straight up like it like basically if you're white you're in greek life really and then because we have such a big international like student population mm-hmm. that like it's like very much like greek life and like international students That's is like cool. the difference like is how like well what it seems like so that makes greek life seem very like guarded it's not a like- big part like it's not like in terms of numbers, it's not a big part. Like, we have so many people who aren't. But right. 
it's just very clicky. It's like, like a clear if that makes division. sense. Yeah, it's yeah. like a very it's like and if you're in people who are in Greek life, not obviously not everybody. I'm like making right. vast generalizations, but like um are very much just like in Greek life and yep. like there's just never any crossover. Yeah, and I guess commenting on that, Davis there's much much more crossover. Mm-hmm. Um I would say just like it's not so much about like, oh, you have to be friends with people in Greek life. And obviously, you know, maybe some of your friends are just because those are the people you interact with the most. Yeah. But tons of people have like friends outside of Greek life, like within their own like niche interests. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think a really cool thing about yeah. days of Greek life. Yeah. No, that's how I think it should be. And it's like, that's honestly the experience I've had at like most other colleges ucla is honestly bizarre and like everybody who comes and visits me is like this is so weird just walking around or like going to a party you can just tell it's a different vibe like it's not and when i visit my friends at other schools i'm like wow this is so different like yeah. i don't feel like i don't know everybody's just nicer yeah, you feel at other schools yeah. yeah like like i'll like visit my other friends and we'll like go to a part like a <laughs> party and like i'm like I, like, feel like I go here. Like, you guys are all nice, and it's, like, nobody cares who I am. Or, you know, it's, like, you you walk into a party at UCLA, like, and everybody's just, like... Yeah, everyone looks at you, yeah. looks kind of down at you, and, like, yeah. oh, what are you in? Yeah, and it's, like, so... And I've told this story a million times, but I think it's so important, just, like... I mean, freshman year, so many, like, girls told me like they wouldn't be friends with me. Like, I had to, like, make friends in class, yeah. and then, like, they'd find out, like, a few weeks in that I wasn't in a uh, sorority and they'd be like, they just would stop talking to me. And I'd like, wow. literally be like, what happened? Like, where have you been? Like, we were friends. Yeah, and, and they'd be like, well, I didn't know that you weren't in a sorority. Wow. That's and I'm like, what the fuck? I wasn't asking you to like, like literally we would just like sit next to each other in class. Yeah, and it like, just, no, nothing more than just like class. Friends. Yeah. Wow, that's horrible. I'm like, that's so silly. Like, and that brings me back to like middle school. Yeah. Like really brings me back to and middle school. I, I wouldn't say that, that doesn't happen at Davis. Well, it happens everywhere. everywhere, But like, but it's more of like, what's the general pattern? Exactly. And I think it really is like a freshman, sophomore mentality almost. It's because you, you join this organization that's coming straight out of either not being in it or like in high school. And you're like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Like I'm Mm -hmm. this, I'm like top tier hot shit now. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, Oh, you're not. Okay. Bye. And that's like, it's an awful thing that people do. And I would say people definitely grow out of it, but it's, easily like experience in almost everywhere yeah no i agree and i think that's a good point that it's like it's so different when you're a junior and senior yeah. like it's people are so much more relaxed like i i don't get that people vibe you know it's, yeah it's very heavy i don't know that's why i was just it was such a turnoff for me like freshman sophomore year i'm like i literally feel like i'm in high school like again like right. or middle school now it's not so much like that because people realize like you start off in this cool new thing and yeah. like junior, senior year, you're like, okay, I got real things to do now yeah. instead of worrying about like who I sit next to or like what organization that, per- that person is in or like who you can and can't date because of whatever like Greek life there. Yeah. So did you join um, a fraternity like freshman year, fall quarter? Yeah. I, I rushed fall quarter freshman year. Okay. And what, what was that like? It was it was interesting. So to give some context, were you like sure you wanted to join one, or like were you still iffy? I was kind of iffy, um, but when I I had a friend who went to Davis before, and I visited her like the previous Halloween, and mm-hmm. so like we're pretty close, and I wanted to get involved within campus, 
like not just on my floor. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't. And this, this is the other like side note is that I didn't really like the people I live with. So sorry if any of you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't think I meshed very well and I didn't want my like college experience or like people I lived with the following year to just come out of me being randomly placed yeah. in like this dorm. Um, and so, yeah, going back, it was fun. It was challenging. Um, and that like, there's a lot of times when you have to like think about you set aside study time, you set aside like fraternity time and you, you, if you don't do that, then everything mixes and you're, you're completely done. Like Mm -hmm. your whole schedule is fucked. Um, but you do, I learned time management really quickly. Yeah. You have to, it's a huge Uh, time sucker. It it took a lot of time. I would like equate it's like a four unit class. Yeah. Classic, like cliche way Uh to think about rush, but definitely worthwhile. Um, definitely challenging and pretty rewarding at the end. You know, there's like a set of requirements you fill out and then you're like very much integrated into this whole brotherhood, which is awesome. And like when I rushed, I wanted to find a group of guys who I'd be like proud to introduce my parents to, mm-hmm. which is like to say that they do something other than just party and drink all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to find the people who are going to be the best men or groomsmen at mm-hmm. my wedding. Mm-hmm. And I could name those people for you right now. That's Okay, that's good. I mean, I don't know. I just have a hard time because I feel like generally it seems like Greek life throughout the United States just in general has gotten away from like what it was meant to be and has turned so much into like just partying and hooking up and there is a drinking culture around Greek life. Definitely. Like, I mean, I mean, it's like, that's also a college culture, but it just seems like, like, so many people are it just seems like the general pattern is to join it for what I think are the wrong reasons like you know um versus like I don't think the Greek system was put in place like for it was supposed to be like creating relationships and right. philanthropy and yeah. like it was put in place with good intentions yeah. and then it quickly spun out into drinking party yeah and yeah and that's that's Something that I like personally, why I joined Sigma Nu at Daniel Davis, because they, we do a decent amount of community involvement. We do philanthropies, and it's more than just like hanging out and drinking. Because four years later, that gets pretty boring. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so when I can look back and say, oh, you know, my chapter raised, like uh, we do this annual trek with like ten or fifteen guys of our chapter, and we raised ten thousand dollars like within the first two weeks of school. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I'm proud of because. We put in this work and this money is donated to a fantastic cause. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't, if you're going to join it just for the drinking and like what you perceive as the girls, then you're wasting your time. 100%. Yeah. That's, I mean, the sad thing is I feel like that's what most. Yeah. Some people definitely most people do, that. do. And I mean, it obviously depends on everybody, but it's like, so, I mean, do you think that the stereotypes around Greek life are true? Across the country, I would say... Generally. I'm not saying you specifically. Right, Obviously, right. every school's Greek life is so different, and every fraternity, sorority itself is different. I would say that a lot of the stereotypes are true, but there are like aspects of Greek life that are overlooked because of the stereotypes. Such as? Such as, you know, I'm, I'm like wearing a backwards hat right now with like a football jersey. Yeah. So you could call that a stereotype if yeah. you wanted. But then, you know, my chapter raises you know, $15,000 a year, which is something that you wouldn't necessarily think about when you say, oh, like, you know, that guy's in a fraternity. Mm-hmm. You'd say, oh, he's just a party football, like, douchebag. Yeah. Um, 
and like that's fine like people definitely have that stereotype because they didn't make it up it exists yeah um but thinking a little bit as to like oh you know what does this organization do other than that wouldn't hurt us Mm -hmm. it's like fraternity (laughs) yeah um but yeah the stereotypes exist because there are there are idiots and there are douches who like perpetuate them yeah i think that part of the problem i see something that bothers me is well i see it i'm thinking about girls when i say this in sororities more so but um i i do kind of (laughs) okay basically i think that people get really caught up in it and it's like they're in the bubble they're really far in the bubble and then they graduate and they don't know what the fuck to do and they're like they spent so much time in the bubble worrying about like who's this week's mixer with yeah yeah exactly and then they're like wait i have to graduate i don't know what to do and i know like i know a few people who have graduated who literally like fell apart because they they had to move home and now they don't have their sorority sisters with them and they're like i don't have a party to go to and they did literally did not think at all about wow i'm gonna have to graduate and get a job and do real life and actually do things and nobody's gonna like cook for me as my sorority house anymore like and there are people who obviously that's not everybody but like i know a few people i'm thinking like there's like five people in my head right now specifically that i'm just like you were just so far in the bubble like this is real and like and a few of them i know literally moved back to the city where they went to school so that they could still hang out with the people who are in the greek life now and i'm just like I mean, it's great Guys. that you have your friends. Like, yeah. You like them so much, but you can survive. Yeah. Like, you have to be able to be self-sufficient, too. Yeah. Like, I don't think, like, your whole life should be Greek life. Like, yeah. it just... And I do feel like, honestly, I feel like... <laughs> like, I feel like boys are better at, like, being realistic. A little bit less caught up. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. You know, I'm like, it's like, you guys are more like, when you're all together, you're having fun and whatever, but, like... I still feel like even most, even guys who I think are like annoying frat boys, like most of them like know what they're doing when they're gonna, like they still have like a life plan. They're still like yeah, doing gotta, regular you life have a plan eventually, too. Right. Like they're still, but like I feel like a lot of sorority girls really don't like that. I know <laughs> my, my take on that is <laughs> a while I've ex- like I haven't experienced it, but I have I know people like yeah. about what Christina's talking about. I hope people have done that. Um, and who like just fall apart once mm-hmm. they graduate um, and just either sit at home like a, a recluse yeah. or like, <laughs> don't know what to do. Um, but I, from personal experience, I would say that being caught up in that organization for like two or three years while you're in college is okay, right? As long as you can find a balance to know that you, you have to do other shit. You kick your ass into gear by the time you're a junior and yeah. senior. And so I personally, I was pretty caught up in a freshman you know, and sophomore, junior year. Mm-hmm. Had a blast. So don't regret doing that. But mm-hmm. now you take a step back and you're like, well, fuck me. I have yeah. to graduate. So, and, and there's nothing wrong with taking a, like a, like a backseat in yeah. the organization. And then you have your friends by then. Mm-hmm. It's not like you need to make me meet every single new member. Like that's not necessary. You're not going to like yeah. them all. And then you know, you kind of just ease your way out and you look back and you're like, wow, that was a blast. And you have your buddies and you go hang out with them and it's still a good experience. It's like a yeah. very much net positive experience. Yeah. But like, Being you can't cool. sustain the way you act freshman year. Like, there's no, yeah. You there's have no to way. like, buck up at some point, you know? 
Right. And you, you can't sit in this bubble your entire life because the bubble only exists in your college town. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't exist at home where you could like, you can't start drinking at 11 o'clock at home. It doesn't work. <laughs> I know. On a game day, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and as long as you realize that this bubble is going to pop and it pops in a big way. Yeah. Like probably like Christmas break, <laughs> senior year. Yeah. <laughs> or hopefully earlier than oh, yeah, that. Hopefully you realize before yeah. that also. No, I think that's a good point. Like that's the problem is that people don't realize that the bubble is going to yeah. pop. Like they're just so like, I think that people think like, I'm just going to do what I'm doing until I graduate. And then after I graduate, then I'll figure it out. But yeah. it's like too late. Like you kind of, you kind of got to just like, Probably like senior year. Yeah. You got the beginning of senior year, you got to realize, whoa, people are like applying for jobs right now. Why yeah. am I like drinking on a Saturday at three in the afternoon? Which yeah. nothing, nothing against that. I think it's a blast. But <laughs> you do have to like get real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Like move out of that life yeah. stage a little bit. So, okay. What? So like what's your favorite part about being, being Greek life? My favorite part about Greek life is... I guess in my chapter is is the support system. So like mm-hmm. as I said, like I ha- I could tell you my five groomsmen right mm-hmm. now, um, but there are times in my life when like my one of my grandmothers passed away when I was in college, mm-hmm. and this was like my closest relative who had passed away, and and I was far from home. I couldn't come home. I didn't have a car, whatever. And I was like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like how do I manage this? And I as I said, wasn't a huge fan of the people on my floor. Yeah, <laughs> and I had this like this network of like fifty some odd guys. Who I could sit down with any one of them and talk about this, and you know they would take care of is not the right word, but they they would support me, they would help me, like they would always ask if I'm okay, if I needed anything, and mm-hmm. that feeling of being like cared about so far away from home, like in person, um, when you feel like pretty much everything else is lost, mm-hmm. is like there's nothing else like it, to be honest. So do you genuinely feel like ev- like every single one of these fifty men you could sit down and talk? Yeah. To yeah, I mean, genuinely, I, every single one. There's a difference between I think saying I can sit down and talk to them about everything, mm-hmm. and then them being my like best or closest friend mm-hmm. because that that would be unrealistic. They're not all my closest friends, okay. but based on what I know of these, like their morals, how they act, mm-hmm. you know, their life experiences from whatever amount I've heard, I would feel comfortable at the very least sitting down and talking to them. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like they're not complete strangers. They're also probably not my best friends. Yeah, um, but I know enough about them where. If I need it, then I could do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is something you don't like about Greek life? And this is this is an interesting point because I've I've recently experienced this. Mm-hmm. And it's like this caught up like being caught up in stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't have time and I, I'm the social chair, one of the social chairs of my fraternity, and they like Of course. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of planning. Really yeah. it's event planning, like weekly stuff. And I'm like, I don't have time to spend two hours in like a social meeting talking about a theme who's gonna bartend yeah like what drinks we're gonna have yeah like are we stressing or whether or not the girls are gonna like show up how many will show up yeah time i i don't have that yeah i don't have the mental capacity (laughs) and i don't really like as a senior going to a party with like what is effectively a bunch of freshmen and sophomore people is not my scene anymore um and so having that like I don't have time to do that for two hours yeah. and I hate having to like sit through some fake discussion about something that no one cares about and then you're going to forget probably the following yeah. day and I just can't do it. I'm glad you bring that up because that's like... It's the bubble popping. Yeah, that's honestly like what I get so irritated with. Like I have friends who are in Greek life and like 
you know, just like talking about life, but like their problems, I'm sorry, are fucking stupid. Their like, problems. don't come to me crying that you were at the party and so-and-so was wearing the same dress as you and then she, you saw her looking at the guy that you wanted to hook up with and yep. like like these big life problems that people are just like i'm like this is not an issue like they're like there are bigger like yeah. i just don't have time for mm-hmm. it. and i don't want to be mean and be, like i always like they'll tell me this and i'll just be like looking and listening and i just want to scream in my head like i honestly do not give a shit like right this isn't a problem like yeah. go cry to somebody else like but i'm, I'm like no you need to be nice I'm like show some compassion but i'm just also like are we i literally feel like i'm in sixth grade sometimes there, there are things that you just like it's like why why are you complaining about yeah. this like is it helping you like did you have less fun at the party because yeah. someone's wearing the same dress or like <laughs> yeah like, it's just like was that the problem or like who like, fucking cares like the problems are, are so minimal and because we, when you look at what greek life does which is the parties are fun the community service and whatever is great mm-hmm. but the problems that arise from those things are generally minimal. Yeah. Like problems that nobody else in the world experiences. Yeah. Are are just like become they're put on a pedestal of like complete unnecessariness. Yeah. And it's just like what is going on here? And like so why do you think that is? I think it's people people get really caught up. So like in the pedestals is because you don't have really any other problems. A lot of the people yes. who are in Greek life um, there, I mean, the stereotype of like upper middle class kind of families mm-hmm. who like have the, and that's okay. Like that stereotype yeah. does exist because those people are in Greek life. Yeah. Um, not necessarily, they're not necessarily faced with a lot of other challenges at the moment. And because they're so caught up in this whole party or the hype around this party or whatever event is going on, then anything that happens there because of like a group mentality becomes 10 times more important. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like, someone like dancing really cool on the floor or like doing a really cool like i don't know doing a shot ski or something yeah. that you think is like oh that's it's kind of fun it becomes like oh my god it was so sick it was the coolest shot ski ever yeah like, not really yeah <laughs> no i agree i mean like i mean just like on a personal level i noticed like in my own life say nothing's going wrong you know like i'm just like living life and then like the smallest thing will happen and i'll be like this is the end of the you know it's like the yeah, same thing it's like, it's, like, the like same thing, because there's nothing else like an issue so all of a sudden what dress you're wearing to the party is literally is the, the biggest problem. fucking exactly. thing it's like what cost and you're you? crying yeah. yeah you know it's like i don't know it's just, it's a little scary it's a lot of like there's a lot of build-up around all of these events where I, you would see a lot of these like minimalistic problems happen and then that exaggerates the problems because there's nothing else going wrong like you spent five hundred dollars on alcohol and you spend a hundred dollars on decorations and, and like <laughs> yeah for like a three-hour time span and the, like the worst problem you have is like that your dress that you probably only bought for this one party yeah is like the same as someone else's because you're in the same town and you go to the same store exactly like, what do you, like obviously someone is gonna have that. no definitely it's yeah i don't know it's interesting okay the other thing i'm gonna ask you this but i don't know if you're gonna be honest so i'm just gonna I try my best to be honest this is before hearing the question, of course. Do they haze you? Do they haze me? Well, I was, I was, obviously. Or do okay. they, like, does Greek life haze? Does Greek life haze? Uh, personally, I was not hazed. That's because my chapter like hasn't done it. And this is because we were kicked off campus for hazing. So when we returned, we don't. When, don't we, when was well, that? And I say we. Um, my when fraternity was, was kicked off in yeah. 1991 mm-hmm. um, for like 
so many awful charges. Okay. Like they deserve to be kicked off. Yeah. And one of them was hazing ridiculously hard. And so when we were refounded in 2008 at mm-hmm. UC Davis, the refounding fathers, um, I mean, it says in our nationals, no hazing, right? Yeah. So I would say we're following what the nationals say, like to the book. Yeah. Um, but honestly, Greek life does haze. Okay. Do. I've heard, like, I hear stories. I yeah. have my friends who've been hazed. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really... What's the worst story you've heard? Um, you don't have to be specific. Yeah, I, I would say, like, a couple different different experiences, I would say, um, include, like, as a pledge, someone, like, you have to throw up, like, you chug milk or water mm-hmm. until you throw up, like, on your pledge brothers, um, and you just do it as part of, it's like, mm-hmm. it qualifies as bonding. Um, oh, my God. Another one is... Is that at your school or just any school? Or do you not want to answer? I mean, I've heard it from multiple people at multiple okay. schools. Like a, oh, is that like a common a one? Thing, but I've heard it multiple times. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Um, another one, something similar is you just, you have to drink like X amount of liquid, usually beer in this case. And like, if you get past like 15 beers, that's a lot of fluid. Yeah. And so you like throw up in a trash can and keep drinking until you finish your allocated amount. Um, oh my God. And... Another pretty bad one was someone who, like, got... This is this was a funny one, to be honest. <laughs> but, like, it's funny and bad. Like, on, yeah. you have a bid night. So, after rush, you go to a bid night. You take a date, usually. Um, it's, like, it's supposed to celebrate, like, oh, you did rush. Like, you got a bid. Woohoo. And it's, like, mm-hmm. a fun party to be at. Um, but I heard a story where one person, like, as a pledge, just pulled away. And it's, like, the brothers, like, take a, a full size salmon and like slap you in the face with oh it my like God. Face, which is like which is just bad because it's a salmon and it hurts but then you smell like fish and yeah. your day probably is gonna hate you after that so yeah well i've heard one where it's like they make them all stand naked in a room and they throw bananas at them yeah i mean that i've, I've heard some stories like that as well that's like okay this is what i don't understand like why do if that happened to you would you really want to stay in that to that extent no i mean i'm not gonna get thrown up on i have no intention like yeah. that's that's gross like yeah um, this is why i don't understand why these guys want to or and i mean and, it happens for girls too why anybody who is treated like this goes along with it and i mean i mean psychologically yes i know why well, i know right. why but I, just like it's like how, rhetorically how can, i'm asking you know like, like how can you let yeah, someone do that too like, right I mean, how can you stay a part of it and support an organization like be in the same organization as somebody who did this, to, respect somebody who did this. To, how can you live with yourself yeah. doing it to somebody right. else? And I mean, I don't, I don't have an answer because no, they're, I they're know. horrible things. I mean, yeah. People like people think about like, oh, it's a tradition. So everyone else before me has done it. So I have to do it as like, that's probably one of the big things. Yeah. That's what everybody says. And, and I'm like, like, well, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it's like, so like, every, everyone was experiencing the same bullshit that you're experiencing yeah, right now. Like why? Like people just continue the pattern. And I just, I mean, yeah, it's honestly two the two different sides of it. I can't imagine if that happened to me. I don't understand. I could never stay part of it. I'd be like, I don't want to be part of this. Right. But also, how could I ever do that to somebody else? I literally would not be able to live with myself. Yeah. Like, I... And, and people people rationalize it. And people normalize it by calling it tradition or, or calling it something just as a, like a ritual, really. Mm-hmm. And something that has to get done and... You know, you can people can you can do whatever you want. I I will not get thrown up on anytime yeah. soon ever, um, or make someone else do that because that's I don't want to see that much yeah. vomit to begin with. Yeah. Um, 
but it that being said we're talking about pretty awful hazing yeah. stories so there are there are other stories that are um you could qualify them as hazing but are a bit more minimal and like the classic one is cleaning yeah um and people rationalize cleaning by like oh you do it for a quarter but then you know everyone else after you will do it so mm-hmm. you've got another you know excuse me 11 quarters where the house will be clean yeah which is you know i mean that's how do you feel about that like would you clean if you needed to that's i mean that's where it's like the tricky line of like what's hazing and what's just like being a part of the organ you know like doing your share of chores you know i think it i don't know what i don't know i think it also has to do with like how it's um how it's done it's different if it's like like I know guy like the cleaning, I know guys who have to like literally like <laughs> like they turn into your production and they have to carry um the president down in like a throne chair and feed him grapes. <laughs> feed him grapes while he watches them clean. Wow. You know, like it turns yeah. into like versus like I don't know. You have to clean the house. Yeah. yeah. Or like, you know, it's like a Cinderella kind of thing. Like are you standing there like making a mess be like you need to clean that up versus right. like just like taking care of there's dust i don't know you know it's like like, the floor is sticky because everyone spilled on it during your mixture last night clean it yeah yeah and like just there's there is a difference between just getting your shit done Uh and i guess making production is a great way yeah yeah i don't know the line is i think it's interesting do you think that there's more hazing um in fraternities or sororities having no prior experience with sorority hazing, i would say i that being said, I, I have heard stories and I know that it happens, but I would say fraternities, yeah. to be honest. Well, I think what's complicated or, about it is I feel like sororities do more like emotional key. hazing. Yeah. Like, you know, girls fight like that. Like, like versus like fraternities are more like... It's very outward and very yeah. public. Yeah. Versus like girls are like, it's so sneaky hazing. I, I think... More so. I mean, they do yeah, do yeah. shit. Oh, no, they I, do I, do I, shit. I, like, I feel like sorority would be like, oh, you have to wear this dress that everyone thinks is ugly but when the no one actually cares about like when you go out no one else will care about it yeah. it's just like your group knows that it's not yeah. i don't know that's a bad well that no i mean example. i'm thinking of like i mean they do a lot of shit with eating like the eating disorder thing is such a big deal in sororities yeah. like just like or like telling them like you can't eat that because you know you need to be this way or like you I don't know if we've said this one on the podcast, but like I know at one of the sororities at my school, they make the girls sit on. Um, this is like an outward one though, but they like made the girls sit on washing machines and dryers, and like any part of their body that jiggles, they circle with a marker. Whoa, that's fucked. Yeah, every part must jiggle. Yeah, exactly. What? You're saying that's ridiculous. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, and it's like you know, and it's like, and I know girls who have left sororities who have like I've talked to them. They're like literally, I like became anorexic because i was in this they told me i wasn't allowed to eat that they told me that i was like too fat and that i should be embarrassed and it's more of like emotional like that it's like you know like yeah fucking with their head like versus like which is different than like that's different than like you have to sit here yeah yeah you know well that's i think that's awful like that's that's arguably worse i would say that is definitely worse actually i would if someone was like you can't eat that i'd be like okay you can go fuck yourself yeah yeah no it's there's, there's such an image that like people feel like they have to uphold. Mm-hmm. At least I mean, that's what it sounds like from those stories. Yeah. And that's just, it is possible to be healthy, and you don't like you don't have to look like a twig. Yeah. You can be healthy and be whatever bone structure. Like, yeah. Is, 
your body is like that's perfect yeah well that's what i get like this whole thing idea about like what the line is about hazing like i get like i'll talk to my friends and sororities about this and i'll be like the big no there's absolutely no hazing in in the sororities at ucla and i'm like um what about what he told me the other day about when that girl said that to you and like me like told you you couldn't and she's they're like well that's not hazing i'm like well, I fucking think it is. Yeah, it's like, like wh- where's maybe, the line? Yeah, you don't think it's like, yeah, maybe you, maybe you guys don't do hazing where they, you could get in trouble for it because how are you going to get in, tr- you know, like there has to be like evidence. Right. Like, yeah. like telling someone like, he needs something is like, oh, he said, she said. Yeah. Like, 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 what are you like, gonna, why are you listening to them? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a hard intense. topic. Yeah. yeah. Like, and there's no, I don't know, guys. Be aware. Be aware. Be aware. Go to Davis. It's less. <laughs> it's more relaxed. Yeah, I just don't think anybody should let anybody else treat them like, you know. I yeah. don't know. You gotta pick Shouldn't wisely. Treat, yeah. You gotta pick wisely. Join for join for the right reasons, mm-hmm. please. Definitely. Okay, so let's move on to um, some like dating stuff. Sure. Okay, these are so basically. I just have a ton of questions that kind of are in a very random order. I probably should have. Um, Okay, where do you think is the best place to go to meet good girls? To meet girls, um, to be honest, go somewhere where you were like where you find your passion. So like this is a really dumb example, but like if you like making pottery out of clay, mm-hmm. you should probably try and meet people in the place where you do that. Yeah, because you're gonna find people who already you already have a shared interest. You can talk about something. And like they probably are similar to you in other ways as well. Yeah. Um, that being said, if you want to like going to a bar, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to go out and meet people, um, and that's that's honestly what I do the most because I don't really do like. You don't do pottery. pottery <laughs> um, and it's also kind of convenient because you can make a trip, like not a trip, like an event out of it mm-hmm. with your friends. And if it doesn't work out, you're not like, oh dang, I still have to make this pottery, but yeah. you can go meet more people that way yeah but then it's like people complain okay like people go out to the bars and clubs and stuff i'm like i can never meet anyone i'm like well who who do you like it's so much harder to meet somebody who's like a good person yeah (laughs) i I agree with that and some some of my best like interactions i'd say have come from mutual friends Mm -hmm. um i think that when you meet someone for the first time in a very relaxed like normal setting which Mm -hmm. is like another cliche is like oh we're gonna like play some like a board game or a yeah. card game, which is a very neutral setting, yeah. then you're going to get who they are as a real person instead yeah. of some fake like face they put on at the bar. Yeah. Do you feel like people... Okay, I mean, you're a guy in a fraternity. Do you think that, like, are you and your friends, like, actually want a relationship or are you still, like, just, like, want to hook up with girls? Um, this is the thing, because, like, my friends and I talk about this all the time. It seems like all the guys... Guys in college don't want a relationship. There, there is a line where you need to like think about it within yourself, at least in my opinion. I'm not I'm not gonna say that I don't enjoy like the doing the hookup culture, mm-hmm. which is like very relaxed and f- like free form. Mm-hmm. Um, but having a girlfriend, I feel like comes with a little more structure in your life, yeah, because you have to like also like represent someone else like a person well, you have to think about someone else and you mm-hmm. have to figure out like what exactly is going to happen. And it, that structure can be really nice at a time in college when you're just kind of like you're fucked in all your classes and you don't know what's going on and you have to yeah. study 15 hours a day. Yeah. Um, and then 
like it, it, its structure is nice. And so I would say that as you get older, the likelihood or the wanting of a relationship, mm-hmm. I guess you could call it, increases. Because when you're like sophomore, like freshman, you kind of just want to do whatever you want and not be, I guess, the, like tied down. down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I personally, since I don't like go out a lot and yeah. go and meet like, like, like you'd be meeting like freshmen and sophomores, but yeah. most likely wouldn't want to date anyway. <laughs> um, and I spent a lot of my time either like working or like being outdoors. And yeah. Then that would be awesome because it's someone else to always work with, mm-hmm. someone else to like go on hikes with or work out with or do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that connection is needed in human life more than just hookups. Do your friends feel like that too? Do you think that's like common? I would say yes, but it like the jump from hookup to relationship is very big. Yeah. And I think the girl needs like, and not just the girl, but like the couple and themselves need to really want it. Cause mm-hmm. if you half ass a relationship in college, it's going to end poorly and someone will get yelled at at the end and it's just not, not good. Yeah. Um, and so I would say, yeah, a lot of my friends would like that structure and stability, even if you guys <laughs> think otherwise, I know you better. Yeah. But <laughs> so you think, so they don't know it basically. Not not as much because there's like something to to be said about like going out on Saturday night, just hanging out with the boys, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not a negative part of being in a relationship, but then you also have to, you would have to be like, oh, I'm going to hang out with the boys and you have to worry about how that the person will react. And if like, someone else needs something, then you're the first person to call. And like there's a yeah. the whole thing. It's a whole other situation to consider mm-hmm. like on your own actions. And so even though going out with the boys is a, like the greatest time in the world, I think you want a relationship deep down. Yeah, I just like... I think for me, it's like... I that was think, a lot of talking, I, sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I think that people don't, for some reason, don't think it's okay to say, I don't want to be in a relationship. Like, So they do that whole game thing where they like lead each other on. G- girls and guys, both. Right. it goes both ways. They lead each other on, but they don't really want to like actually be in a relationship, but they like won't say it. And like, I'm like... I don't think there's anything wrong with being like not wanting to be in a relationship. Like if you want to just like hook up with people and do casual shit, like that's your own deal, but just like be upfront about it. You know, like I just, like I just feel like everybody should just be more honest like about it and it would just be easier instead of like pretending like you want a relationship and then like, but you don't really. So then you're like leading this person on, but then they think that you do. And then it's like, so the bad situation all around. Like what was the point of that? Yeah. I personally, I hate games and I, I like, would much rather be straightforward about yeah. things. Um, I think that's why we always got along because we're both very straightforward, yeah, blunt like, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally it's just like, oh, the games are so bad because you're both anxious about something that you don't need to be anxious about all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, am I, the, like, the dumb things, like, am I replying too fast? And this is like a high school problem. Oh my God. I, I can cannot, we talk about sure, that? I, like, I can talk about that. For I days. literally get so mad people who play these texting games. I'm like, okay, basically, if somebody texts me, and I'm right on my phone. I'm going to respond immediately. Like, yeah. if you text me and I don't have my phone and I don't reply for a few hours, it's literally because I haven't either, like, I haven't opened it. Yep. Like, I, like, and I've been with my friends who have seen me, like, I'll be texting and I'll get a text and I, literally within two seconds, I respond, you know, like, because I'm right there. I'm like, why did you respond so fast? And I'm like, like, why not? I'm like, don't you want him to think that you're like, 
you know, like busy, like doing stuff so that you're not just sitting right. around by your phone. Like, I don't really give a shit. Like it's yeah. going to, it's going to even out either way. There's going to be a time during the day where I can't respond for a few hours. Yeah, like, you're not, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, like there's no point in like me sitting here and being like, okay, 10 minutes. Like I need to wait 10 minutes yeah, for a response. So he doesn't think I'm too like, like push it's, your stupid. It's, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> like, you know, like I, I, I can't like, I hate that. I yeah. would, I live by this philosophy and this is because mostly because I hate having like little notification tabs on my phone. Me too. It's just um, me out. So I just, and I've accepted it for my email because there's 300. Oh my God. <laughs> the emails. My, for text, it's like if I'm looking at my text, if I'm on my phone, unless I'm like watching like a YouTube clip or a video or something, I'm going to be like, okay. Good. Yeah. It's like they didn't ask you a question so you could respond in three hours. They exactly. asked you a question because they wanted to know now. Exactly. Right? Like it does both people a favor when- yeah. They get their information and you like know what you want to say and know what's going on. It doesn't like help you because you're not like, I'm going to rephrase that because that was a lot of jumbled words. Uh, (laughs) It's not helping anybody by waiting 15 minutes. Like unless you really like can't do it. Yeah. Physically unable to answer like the text or the phone call. You're just wasting someone's time. Yeah. And you're wasting your own time by taking that 15 minutes to think about what to say. Yeah, to be honest. exactly. And I don't, I guess it's like, they're like, you don't want him to think that you're just waiting by the phone. Or you, I'm like, okay, but from the other side of it, I mean, I don't know. You're a guy, so maybe you can answer. Okay, when I'm talking to somebody, like if I'm talking to a guy, I'm not thinking about, oh, he responded really quickly. Like, I don't think about how long it takes somebody to respond yeah, like, if, if you're thinking about that within a relationship or like when you're getting into a relationship, you're probably not doing something so right, yeah, if I'm totally honest. Yeah, exactly. It's just like so, I don't know. And then, okay, you know what else is, I've been, has been coming to my attention that really bothers me is pe- like really clingy relationships. Like, okay, I've been with a few of my friends recently and their significant other is like, so mad because they're not texting that person back like like i'm hanging out with somebody and so they're like talking to me and we're talking we're doing stuff and so they're not looking at their phone and then like they will look at their phone like 20 minutes later or when there's a break in the conversation they're like oh shit blah 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 so pissed because i didn't respond and like i've literally was with my friend the other night and like he was like i need to go home because she's like really mad because i'm not responding fast enough and i'm like whoa we've been hanging out for like an hour like you know, it's like you can't go an out like you're not responding. Like, yeah, that's and literally, I'm thinking of there are four specific situations in the past week and a half where this has happened. Like, um, and I just I'm like that's insane. You really can't let your person like not text you for an hour. Yeah, I mean, you, like you need to be. There's a level of independence that you have to have as yeah. a person. Like, if you, I, I'm not saying uh, you like not people need like different levels of attention, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's okay, but there is a level of independence where you can not respond to someone and they can like realize that you're doing other things yeah and quick solution for this and this is something that i really appreciate like when i'm talking to girls or this is what i do also it'll be like um hey i'm going to the gym right now I'll talk to you in an hour and a half yeah you, like and that's fine because then the other person knows what's up and it's like he's like oh, okay the person's in the gym so you, you could text and reply you send a hundred messages yeah but like at least you know what the person's doing and like if that offers you peace of mind then great They're not yeah like, no i'm the same way like it's just like about like communicating, like being effective. Yeah, you know, it's, and it's like you don't even. And if you're communicating efficiently, then you don't even have to go out of your way a lot of times to like 
be like, oh, I might not be able... You don't have to explicitly be like, I might not be able to respond that much because I'm going to be here tonight. It's yeah. like, if you're already talking to that person, you probably already said, oh, tonight I'm hanging out with my friends, blah, blah, blah. So then maybe that night, if you're not texting that much, he'll probably realize, oh, she's with her friends. So it's like not yeah, and a big deal. It goes both ways. I think that I've, I've experienced it where they, like from my friends who are also talking to guys, they'd be like, oh, like he's hanging out he said he quote unquote hanging out with the boys mm-hmm. and they girls take this to mean something much other than it is a lot of the time and I, 95% of the time guarantee you he's sitting around like talking about heinous things that you yeah. wouldn't want to listen to yeah and playing video games or like doing something <laughs> so incredibly random you couldn't even like yeah. imagine these people talking about <laughs> and that comes from like sitting in a room with 10 guys like in my fraternity house talking about the absolute weirdest topics yeah yeah. And that's like, that's what, like, you probably don't want to be in that conversation. Yeah. You probably don't want to have a text that's saying, hey, I'm talking about, like, how to morph, like, a horse into, like, <laughs> a cheetah or something. You wouldn't, like, like, what do you, like, what do you care about that? Yeah. Uh, but being effective at communicating is, I think, what we're both yeah, getting at here. Just say what you're doing. Just be honest with people. Yeah. And don't, you don't need to be so clingy as well. So what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. mostly <laughs> girls, it's mostly girls. I'm just going to put that out there. Be like, be independent. I think it- somebody, okay. It's like, you don't need to, somebody doesn't need to like, don't get offended if somebody doesn't respond to you in five seconds, but yeah. also it goes the other way. It's like, also you don't need to pretend like you're busy when you're not. True. I mean, you, it, like the great point that you made earlier was that it evens out. Yeah. Right. Because there are times when you sit on like if you're sitting on a couch you're just on yeah. your phone you're gonna respond right away and it'll happen it goes both ways and then someone is doing an activity and they don't respond and it probably averages out at like the same response exactly time. and if you like as long as you care about the person you're texting to some level like you'll respond to that yeah no i definitely agree be independent being independent is good it's better I yeah, that's a big problem. We have an, a whole episode about that. You guys, you should listen to our dependence episode. Rants about that. Okay, let's see. What's another good one? Okay, what's the absolute biggest turnoff in a girl? I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this in a in a roundabout way. Okay. Um. So things that I would like I look for mm-hmm. in a girl when I'm like, oh wow, that person is like special. We have a connection. Is that it's the biggest one is that they're fun mm-hmm. to be honest and if you're not fun and if you're boring and like what am I, i'm not gonna want to hang around you, yeah really. and it doesn't have to be fun in the sense of like going out and partying but if you like are fun like you make funny comments you have like, like a lot of friends who like you like do your own thing with mm-hmm. that's what i would say are the two biggest things like being fun and this is this is the these are the positives these don't aren't terms, yeah but i'm spun it a little bit um Doing your own thing and being fun are the two biggest things that I look for. So if you're like clingy or a little bit too dependent, I would say in quotes, then it's not like kind of a turn off and not being fun, being boring. No one wants to be around a boring person. Yeah. So. Okay. So basically being boring. Yeah. Being boring. It was a very roundabout answer. Okay. Is there anything like... Can you think of an example of something specific somebody would do, though, that you'd be like, okay, no. Like, say things are going well, and then... When some... Okay, sure. Let's see. Um, <laughs> see, this, the thing is that when you when you are into someone, you put them on this pedestal. Yeah. And nothing like, like they're the king of the world or queen of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I could 
seriously. What about like non-negotiables? What if you're looking at somebody? What if you like were putting their traits on like a list? And okay, there, okay I like that. Um, I like you have to care about like your body, and I'm not saying you have to be like like a twig or skinny mm-hmm. and look like a Victoria's Secret model, but you need to like care about like the longevity of your organs and yeah. like, be try your best to be healthy. Okay, I'm glad you bring that up because like this is something that. I feel the same way about like people are like I've I talked to my friends about this like I'm like I could never date somebody who doesn't like eat healthy food and work out and it's not because of like how they look but it's like because I don't want to if I'm going to be in a relationship my long-term goal is to be with somebody for a long time yeah, you gotta and, live to that age. and yeah exactly it's like I don't I'm not going to deal with somebody who's 50 years old and has heart disease and has fucked up joints and like uh, I'm gonna have to take care yeah, of that person. You're like, you're like I'm 50. I'm yeah, not dead yet. Like yeah, I have to like, do stuff. Too. I'm planning on living as long as I can, and I want to be active and like cognizant as long as I can. Yeah. And I want my partner to be there with me. Like I right. want to be 80 and be able to fucking go to Europe and not care. You exactly. know, like and, you I mean, know. I, I'm the same. I feel the same way. Yeah. And it's like this is not about like being like a, the perfect example of what you know, you, you perceive fit to be, but you got to care. And when mm-hmm. you, because this care about like your body and what you eat is like shown in other places in your life too. I feel because if you're passionate about like going to the gym and eating healthy, like that's not to say you shouldn't have a milkshake once in a while. Yeah, uh, no, it's like <laughs> but balance, like, but it's like, what are you doing most of the time? You know, yeah. like, are you going out of your way to go to in and out every single meal of every single day? <laughs> like, you, you care about yourself. And I yeah. think, that passion shows and like the work you do, like probably the friends that you keep. Mm-hmm. And that being said, you probably have also have a great body like yeah. going off of that. Yeah. So if you want to go for some superficial thing, you've got Yeah, it no, exactly. And also like, I mean, now I think it's also like, like the long-term stuff, like how are you going to raise your kids? Like yeah. I don't want my, I want my kids to be raised, like learning, like to, play, to be like, healthy. Be, be outdoors, yeah, be yeah. active. Yeah, walk around. Like I don't want my kids sitting on the couch all day, every day exactly. with their iPad. You yeah. know, like, I want them to be normal human as much as possible in this society, you know, like, no, I, I'm glad you like brought that up because that is like a big thing for me. And a lot of people, when I talk to them about this, they're like, that's so superficial. And I'm like, I don't really think it is because just being healthy. Yeah. Like being healthy is so important. And like, also I feel like it's like, if you don't care about yourself, like your own health, like how do you care about something? Yeah, exactly. Like I don't, I wouldn't expect you to give a shit about my health either, you know, like, so that's a good one. Okay, what else? Can you think of other ones? Um, I've heard the, the original question was um, like non-negotiables. Oh, non-negotiables. Like this person. Um, okay, wait. Okay. Here, wait. Sorry, this might make it easier. Well, I was just thinking about this. Do you think that I've talked about this with a few people? Like they, there are like logistical things that I'm just like. What do you mean? <sighs> Like, logistical things where I'm just like, I don't think you should be together. Like, but I love him. And then I'm like, well, I don't necessarily think that that can trump everything. Like, because... Logistical things like like distance like, or like how often you're able this to This person see each will other. only live in this state. But I uh, only want to live in this state. This person does not want kids. But I want kids. This person, like, those kinds of things. Yeah. Like, um, you know, like, this person's job is this. And that requires us to move everywhere. I want to live here. Right. I want to be able to settle. Like, you know, like say you just 
madly in love with this girl, but then there was like a logistical difference like that. Or religion. 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 This person, I want my kids raised this way, but I don't. The partner doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, there's not a whole lot of incredibly logistical things. I I guess I'm I'm blessed with not (laughs) not being like... I'm stuck in California or I'm stuck in this sort of mm-hmm. plan or situation. Um, but I would say if a person was like, oh, I want to live in West Virginia and that's the only place I'm going to live, it doesn't matter how beautiful or how like madly in love with you I am. Yeah. It's not happening. I'm okay. Sorry. Like you got to, and this is really just about being flexible. And if you, mm-hmm. you should care about this person a lot, not only should you be able to make it work. Yeah. Living in God forbid, California instead of West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Like, Did I like forgot West Virginia was a place? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not a relevant place. I don't know yeah. why. Um, sorry if any of you guys are from West Virginia. We still love you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, and I think if not being able to compromise or be flexible is just, is a flat no. Like, yeah. I'm, I got, like, we have a life, like you would have a life together, mm-hmm. but you have also separate like parts of your life and you should be able to mesh that well. And if that doesn't work out, then that doesn't work out. That's okay. Yeah. You know, like there, there are other people yeah. in the world. Well, that's the thing. It's like so many people. I mean, I think that, I don't think there's just one person out there for everybody. Like there's, there's not even statistically possible. Yeah, so exactly. People. But people still sometimes live in that, that bubble too. Like I gotta find the one. I'm like, I think there are a lot. There are a lot. And you, you run into one of them at some point and then you'll know. And if you know, good for you. Yeah. Okay. This is an interesting one. Um, what do you think should be the timeline of like physical things? So like, do you, do you like waiting for different bases? I guess. <laughs> um, you I... can you can answer this from you specifically, or you can answer from what you think most guys think. Um, okay, I'll I'll go with me specifically before mm-hmm. I start making vast generalizations. Mm-hmm. I would say that, and this is like. I promise this is being genuine. I like I, but I do whatever like the girl is comfortable with. Okay. Um, and this is like if people are not ready for things and like breaking those boundaries are, are pretty awful. Yeah. Um, and that being said, like if you can't put someone on a pedestal and then when they say no, you can't like be like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. If they like, if they're not comfortable, they're not comfortable, and that's okay because there probably is some other person or whatever who is comfortable doing yeah. it like again they're not the only person mm-hmm. um and so i i go with comfort levels mm-hmm. um and i think that makes the entire experience better because if you're doing something that someone isn't comfortable with even if they're like kind of reluctantly let it happen mm-hmm. everyone is second guessing themselves in that situation yeah like, you're like do i want to do this does she want to do this and then it makes the whole ex- like whatever experience you're having worse yeah um and when someone's comfortable with things you it's just an all-around better, yeah. Like sesh. What do you what do you like assume happens first date? First date? Yeah. Um, I would assume I assume nothing, but if you plan out your date well and you're like mm-hmm. good at going on dates, and you have like a nice romantic spot mm-hmm. for a kiss, mm-hmm. okay, go for it. What do you think is a good first date? Um, I prefer like casual dates, so my like kind of go-to dates mm-hmm. are. Hiking. Mm-hmm. Um, this is because Davis has a like a huge like Lake Berryessa's by there and great trails. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes back to like the fit thing. Here we yeah, go. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, other than that, go to a really like 
low-key um, food place, mm-hmm. I would say like, like to, how do how do I describe? I would I, like I wouldn't call it a hole in the wall, but something where everyone who goes there knows what the place is. And yeah. Like there's a happier atmosphere because like you will know the waiter, you'll know the owner. Yeah. Um, and that way everyone's relaxed. No mm-hmm. one's like uptight in a suit doing some dinner yeah. situation <laughs> and your arms not getting crushed at the movies like yeah. in high school. And oh God. So, yeah, I know. I like like we've talked about this before, but like like active things. You yeah, know, like active things. You know, fun. like just like doing something versus like somebody's like, let's just go to dinner. I'm like snooze like yeah, bore. To, to amend my dinner thing go to dinner for like 45 minutes and then like go on a walk yeah exactly like even even that like walking around aimlessly yeah and like maybe ending up like carefully planned mm-hmm. um at some like kind of cute romantic spot yeah. would be nice yeah okay do people do you like date like or like just like you know what I'm saying? I, you know how in high school it wasn't like people were like dating. It was just like not hanging out and like talking. Like it was like, it wasn't like, okay, let's go on a date. Okay, let's just date two. This is date three. It's like, it wasn't like that in high school. And then in college, I feel like it's like half people are like. Kind of just hanging out. And yeah, half and people. half are like dating. Like, oh, I'm going to go on a date with this guy this week. And then I'm like, okay, this is like confusing. Cause, right. And then obviously like older people do it more like like dating More like formally. classic yeah. formally dating like like what are what are you and your friends doing I, at this stage in your life <laughs> i'm and my friends to speak of my friends as well um we are big fans of like the official date okay it's like hey it's not hey do you want to go to a movie not a date yet because you mm-hmm. haven't said hey do you want to go on a date with okay me? yeah so that's a good point like how do you know if a guy is asking you on a date or just hanging out it depends. Okay, so I would say it depends on your like prior relationship mm-hmm. um, with the guy, and like you have to get a feel for if he's like that official type or if he's going to be more low key about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like date obviously means going on a date. Yeah. Um, and if you're hanging out, I would qualify everything else as hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then, and this is kind of a weird like question to ask, but if you're like ever you don't know mm-hmm. say okay we can either we can make it a date or mm-hmm. we hang you can ask is it a yeah. date or are we hanging out yeah he'll give you an answer it might not be the one you want yeah but you'll still be like you'll have clarity in that sense if a girl asks you that and then you're like oh no we're just hanging out would that make you feel weird then that she had asked you that because would you be like i would probably i would probably be more attracted to her to be honest because it takes guts to ask that question yeah um i'm not saying it's a common thing that and personally it never happened but i would be like Wow, she knows what she wants. Yeah. Right? And she at least is looking for an answer. I think that that's the thing. I think that so many girls are, like, just really worried about, like... I feel like guys are so much more, like... Everything just, like, kind of rolls off your shoulders. Like, you know, you guys don't I, I, don't overthink everything as much as we think that you're going to because we assume that you're overthinking things the way we overthink right. things. Does that make sense? I, that, 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 and so everybody's like, I can't ask him that because then he'll think this. I'm like, he probably will, like, forget you asked that. Like, I just feel like you guys don't get offended. You know, like... We, and girls forget that. Like, I mean, certain things obviously like offend you or like make yeah. you think about stuff. But I just feel like there's a lot of things that girls are just overly worried about for no reason. Like, th- and that's why the people right. aren't upfront. And I'm like, yeah. just be upfront. It's not that complicated. It's, it's really there's not a lot of like overthinking done in a guy's head when it comes to like stuff. Guys usually like, at least in my opinion and in my experience, know pretty much what they yeah, want yeah. and if like going back to our date or hanging out question if 
like you ask that and he says, oh, we're hanging out. That gives you the opportunity to be like, okay, I don't want to just hang out. I want to go on a date. Mm -hmm. And, or you can say like, you know, I'm looking for something maybe more serious or I don't want anything more serious. And you know exactly what you want. And like, you can just say, bye, I'm not going to talk. Mm -hmm. Like I need someone else. I need someone who aligns with more with my like own mental process of what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you guys tend to not overthink things. Although there are times when like, if a girl's like being kind of sketch about stuff, then I mean, I've done this. You, you overthink it. You're like, yeah. Oh, how do you interpret? And this is why texting sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know. But okay. When you're like, when you're like dating someone or like in a relationship or like, do you want to be texting them all the time? Not unless I need to. See, this yeah, this is the thing. Nina and I have talked about this because we feel like we're very different than most girls because if we're talking to a guy, like I don't really want to be talking to you that much. I'd rather just like wait until we're hanging out. Yeah. But I feel like it's just the norm for everybody to just always be texting and always in communication. I so there's a couple of different things that I take into account here mm-hmm. when it comes to like effectively communicating with people and then also not like being so needy where you have to talk to them all the time. Yeah. In an ideal world, the text would be like, Hey, are you free at three, like at 12 o'clock today? Let's mm-hmm. grab lunch. And mm-hmm. the answer is yes. And then you see them at 12 and you talk. Yeah. And then like, you'll hang out later, you'll text and say, Hey, are you free at six? Let's yeah. Boom. Like you have, because that means the time you're spending together is worth, more exactly you're not talking about like yeah. random shit during the day instead of like oh like i don't know i had an orange like, yeah who cares? Like, well that's great. the thing people it's like we're oversaturated with communication and then people feel, i think that sometimes people are like we feel like i don't really like you anymore i feel like we've run out of things to talk about yeah. like well pro- maybe because you do like me like you might not be having any problems if you guys were just like only talking when you were together right like and then it like plays a mind trick with you thinking that you don't you're like kind of done just because because like, you're boring at texting. Yeah, but... This gives both parties an opportunity to think that the other person is boring if exactly. they're not good at texting when they could be an interesting person and then if they're boring, you don't want to see them. Yeah, exactly. Because all that matters is like the real life part. Like, yeah. you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, uh Okay, wait. Did you have another point to bring up about that? Um, The question... Oh, okay. It was like... I was like, do, do you think that they should always be in communication? I, and I, like, I think... So going off of that, being effective at communicating is good. And so it's going back to, you know, texting, hey, I'm busy from mm-hmm. six to seven today. So sorry, I can't make our dinner plans. Mm-hmm. And like that, not only being respectful to the mm-hmm. person that you are communicating with, but giving them the update that is actually relevant mm-hmm. puts people at ease, at least in my opinion. So like instead of being like, oh, I'm sorry, like I couldn't do this for whatever, like this is going on, blah, 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 whole paragraphs about stuff, like quick, like one-liners are okay yeah and they're effective they're straight to the point and then it's hey i'll meet you at seven instead of six i'm sorry mm-hmm. or call when okay I you also just call do you think that most other guys feel like that too or do you feel like that's like you personally um i would go with like how do your friends think do your friends want always talking to their girls no not at all okay my friends are like if you want to talk about something like if someone needs to vent like you're in class and want to vent and then like you're there to be that text like you're to receive those texts and respond mm-hmm. But most of my friends, least amount of texting communication yeah. as possible. Yeah, I think so too. And it's like, I literally get annoyed when people are like, okay, like what I was talking about earlier, how like my friend's girlfriend was getting mad that she wasn't yeah. replying. And I was like, what is she saying? And she was just like asking him what she should wear to like a thing she was going to. And I'm like, is that really fucking that important? Right. Like, 
like you need you know it's you know, like, like you could probably figure out the answer on your own yeah exactly like i just and i'm yeah i'm like i don't think anybody wants to be bothered with that yeah. insignificant like i don't know i don't know the, it's <laughs> you i mean it's really this is a whole thing about finding a balance um but in my ideal world you have the least amount of texting communication as possible there's also then there's no evidence screenshot and <laughs> yeah stuff everywhere. i know everything gets misconstrued okay somebody said what do you like to see a girl wear on a first date wow that's a very specific question um i it, it depends what we're doing to be honest yeah i would go with like appropriate clothing i'm like don't wear like some like uh, nice boots to a hiking day uh-huh. like, and if it's cold wear a jacket yeah like, <laughs> i mean do you really care that much is the I thing mean, as long as it don't click back like you know yeah, like, as long, i mean i would it would be nice if you didn't show up in sweatpants yeah like, yeah so as long as you're comfortable in what you're wearing and like it allows you to just be happy and nice and not be like oh my god my feet are killing me this yeah. whole time then that's good just make it appropriate okay okay it's pretty simple yeah okay this doesn't really have to do with Okay, what's an ideal day for you? An ideal day? Like yes. With significant other or no significant other? An ideal day by yourself and then an ideal day with significant other. Okay. Um, for myself, uh, well, it depends on the day of the week it is. If it's a Sunday in fall, I would get up, go to the gym and watch football all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have some dinner or whatever. But most days, my ideal day is like, productive the entire day so i'd get up um 5 30 go to the gym at 5 45 um be home at like 7 30 mm-hmm. latest shower um like and then look at my agenda for the day and i block out my day usually in mm-hmm. hour chunks or like a couple hour chunks depending on what projects i'm working on so organized i like um, it and so i get this like buzz of going i'll get some coffee in there yeah <laughs> um, and i just like keep the momentum flowing throughout the entire day and i'll take a break at lunch like at 12 or 1 to like like watch an episode of friends and eat yeah. eat um and then all the way back until probably like 7 p.m or 6 or 7 when i uh-huh. get hungry again and these are like hour chunks where it's um writing this press release you know writing this proposal yeah writing whatever um and then seven take a break cook some dinner extremely important thing to do spend some time cooking yeah um it's like it's freeing and like yeah. it lets you worry about only a couple things uh, as long as you, if you're bad at it well follow a recipe book yeah uh, it's not hard <laughs> god and then you know the way my life's going right now probably hop on a phone call from like 8 30 to 9 30 work from 9 30 to 11 and then go to sleep okay I never go to sleep at 11, though. Even though I say that every day I want to, and I sleep at 1.30. Instead. Yeah, no. Story of everyone's life. So pretty pretty productive, yeah. straightforward um, day. And I guess if I had a free day to myself where I don't have to work, um, workout and some outdoor activity sport-wise. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Wait, I just had a good one. Oh. Um, okay, wait. I have two more, and then I think we'll wrap it up because okay. it's late. Okay. Do guys tell each other everything? <laughs> everything, just like everything, everything? Like, okay, like I think girl, I think where she was going with this was like, you know, like you're going into, you're dating a guy, like, do, can I, should I expect that everything that you guys talk about and do, like, 
are you telling your friends that like what do you tell your friends after like like after a date yeah um it depends like how good or bad the date went if it was awful and the person was annoying then for sure everything Uh it's like in it maybe i say everything it would probably be like three sentences of it was awful and here's two highlights okay um if it goes well it could be like you know had a blast um gonna see her like hopefully gonna see her again soon Uh um here's like a really cool thing about her okay Um, so you don't get like too specific no not honestly it it takes a lot of time yeah (laughs) to do that um but i have gotten some like when it comes to guys, like, if you had a blast, like, the night out with some girl and I, like, text you and ask about it, mm-hmm. then probably more inclined to get, like, a longer paragraph. Yeah. Especially if the person you're talking to. And this happened recently to me and one of my friends. Uh-huh. He's, like, a hopeless romantic about this girl. Uh-huh. And they had a blast and he sent me, like, a full paragraph okay. text about what happened. And I was like, yeah, you're ridiculous. Okay. But is it more of the kind of thing where it's, like, you guys tell each other about it when when you get asked or it's like are you going home and be like i need to tell you about this girl like oh no for sure when okay, you get asked okay that's what i and, thought that, that said like the ask happens it's like hey how was your date yeah you know, kind of thing it's not like tell me everything it's mm-hmm. just go well yeah sweet okay yeah so pretty succinct so yeah. i think girls can be and not all of your secrets are gonna get spilled <laughs> like okay um okay what do you think about what do you think about dating older women um or dating younger what do you think about age differences i guess personally are there it depends how you think about them so if you think about them as if there's like a seven year difference Mm -hmm. and you like kind of and like you're in maybe you're 27 and the person you're dating is 20 you would be like, oh, I was graduating high school when they were graduating yeah. like, elementary school. That's, <laughs> that's a little weird thing to think about. But to be honest, um, age differences isn't a huge deal breaker to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, as long as you can be relatable. Would you date a 40-year-old? Uh, see, you know, we're crossing the, we're crossing the a line here. Where it's, crossing the seven-year boundary. If, if the 40-year-old is Jennifer Aniston, and I hope you're listening, yeah. I'm available <laughs> oh for, my date, God. Um, for pretty much whatever you want. No, but like realistically. <laughs> Probably not, probably, no. to be honest. So like what's your max age? What about 30-year-old? Right now, my like max age for dating would be like 26, 27. And even that is a stretch because I don't think a 27-year-old wants to date a 21-year-old. Well, yeah, that's what... That is the thing. I'm always like, why do you need such a bit... You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, like, there, there are plenty of people who are your age. Yeah, yeah. One year here and there, totally fine. Yeah. That's... I'm, like, really weird about age things. And I know everybody thinks I'm really weird about it. But, like, like, like Nina wants to date somebody who is, um, like fucking 29 and i'm like if you're if you're like 25 that's too that's you're too old for me like that's how i feel like especially like because i feel like i'm more mature than most 25 year old men (laughs) honestly you know what i'm saying like that's fair yeah there's it has to do a lot with like the maturity level but there is a line where it's like "Hmm, maybe this is a little much and i should look like because this is a very superficial way to think about this but what is the other person doing or what are you doing where you've exhausted all your resources to find yeah. the people who are your age and what are they doing where they can't find another 27-year-old? Yeah, exactly. What is, like, what's wrong? Well, are they I immature? Are they like... I that's fucking creepy. If there's a 29-year-old guy trying to date me, I'm like, why are you trying so hard to date somebody who's yeah, 21? Like, find someone like it's weird. To me. It's creepy to me. It is, It is. yeah. I like, mean, I, I would also say that. I mean, I think it's different. 
and I, but I do think as you get older, it's different. Like, I don't think it's like if you're 41 and you're doing a 50 year old, I don't think it's a fucking big deal. Like, you know, it's different because yeah. you're like both like kind of, I feel like you're it like even out. Yeah. At that point <laughs> the threshold. Like, you're just the old. You're yeah. The old you're both old. Right I don't know what the threshold is. Like, okay. What about younger? Like what's the youngest girl you would, date? would you date a freshman? Um, I'm going to go on record here saying no, mm-hmm. because there is a maturity that like I expect out mm-hmm. of people that I really choose to invest my time in. Yeah. And I have met to date, including myself, zero freshmen who are that mature. Yeah. Okay. So what's the, like the youngest you would go for? I would probably date someone who's maximum two years younger than me. Okay. So like if I'm a senior now, so sophomore is probably, and even that is kind of pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they have a good head on their shoulders and they're fun and I like you get a connection, then, you know, what shouldn't stop you is mm-hmm. the age difference. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just think... Do you have any friends who, like, who date, date older women or, like, have younger, like... Like, like old, old? Like, 40? Any, like, threshold old? I mean, I doubt any of your <laughs> friends are dating threshold no, zero old. of them are. But are, are any of them into, like, older, like... Not, like, not old, but just, like, older than us. Sure. I mean, I, I mean, I personally... Like the last. Would you date? Would you date like a twenty-seven-year-old? I would consider it. Mm-hmm. I I don't really know, and this is because I think I'm a bit more level-headed than most twenty-one-year-old guys. Mm-hmm. But I think all twenty-one-year-old guys, twenty-one-year-olds oh, feel that way. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> we all think that yeah. we're just hot shit. And then we're really just nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're in five years. We're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I would consider it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no because of the age gap. Um, but I would also wonder, like, why are you not meeting other 27-year-olds? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it would be that successful of a relationship, to be honest. Because... I... I mean, I, I agree. I, I just wanted to say like, it. Why? Like, the question is always going to be, like, why couldn't you find someone else who's 27? Yeah, yeah. And if there's, like, an, a very, like, obvious reason, like, you lived in a cave for six years, and, <laughs> like... <laughs> Okay, because that's may- happening a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's it's not a. You know, there's a, there's a reason, and as long as you can be okay with that reason, then sure. But it's something. It's like a nagging question sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Do you have any friends who like want to date an older girl, like want to date a younger girl? I just no, always no, think me- it's interesting. People want to. I I've, I've never experienced someone wanting to. But okay. It sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. Like I had a friend who was a junior and dated a freshman for whatever reason and it's not like he was like oh, i'm gonna go look for a freshman to date now um but it just kind of happened mm-hmm. and i'm a big proponent of thing like the flow that goes there yeah especially with the relationships okay yeah no agreed okay one last one this is an easy one but everybody like a lot of people ask this what do you guys like to get as gifts <laughs> I, I actually thought about this before coming on the podcast. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I like, like on my blog, I wrote like a gift guide yeah. for And I was like, I feel like boys are, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like they're not that hard to shop because I feel like. We like pretty you simple ca- yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, not, like, you don't really have to, I feel like you don't have to be that creative. You really don't. And it, it's like. I, I would go, I can break this down into a couple of categories yeah, let's because do I it. thought just, about this. Just like, yeah. Um, so there, the, the overall like umbrella is longevity. Like you, you don't want to give someone something that is good for, you know, whatever amount of time that like, you know, like two weeks. Like yeah. that's not worthwhile. Like cookies, probably not a good gift. <laughs> yeah. Because they're going to get eaten by everybody. But well, what, what if their cookies 
along with something. Yeah, cookies are like, like I love to give people baked goods. I would say they're a good compliment. Okay. Another gift. Yeah. It's like here, here's some enjoyment for you now, and here's my gift. You can also have it. Later. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but there are a couple couple categories. Um, there's like clothing and accessories, mm-hmm. and then fun things that like are specific to each guy's interests. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some examples, which is great. Okay. Um, so things that you want to look for in terms of like longevity and accessories, easy things are like a really good, nicely made wallet. Mm-hmm. Um, great gifts because it'll even if it's not used immediately, it'll be used eventually. Um, a classic watch, like a Nike watch or like a Timex watch. Um, pretty inexpensive, I'd say like under $50 for like a decent Timex watch. Mm-hmm. Um, something that he can have longer, and especially if you're in a relationship, longer than the time that like you guys are together. Yeah. He probably is not attaching too much. Like he's like, oh, great gift. This person gave it to me. I'm so happy they did. Yeah. And then if you break up, it's like, okay, still a watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... And then the other cat, like another subcategory, is things that, like, if you're in a relationship, that you would want to see them wear. Uh-huh. So, like, if you want to get him nice shoes, like, get him nice shoes, but make sure that they are good enough to the point where <laughs> they, you're not the only one who thinks they look good. Uh-huh. Like, they should be like good enough where the general populace is like, those are acceptable shoes to yeah. wear because you can't look ridiculous in public. Yeah. Um, and then. Like I always say, it's like gifts are such. It's such a good time to like if you're if your person like has bad style, like to help them. With yeah, the stuff. exactly. So you know, on that note, some the, my favorite pair of shorts that I own right now, mm-hmm. um, which they are from Lululemon, which is like a really like unmasculine thing to say, but yeah. I don't care. They're fantastic shorts. Yeah, um, they probably cost like sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like my go-to yeah. like, everyday shorts. If you can get something that someone uses all the time. They'll appreciate yeah. you and your gift so much more mm-hmm. um, because you're like, wow, this is a great gift. Like they thought about my needs. Yeah. It's like relatively stylish and like is not the most expensive thing in the world. Yeah. I think that's the difference. It's like what guys appreciate. It's like you want something that you're actually going to use. Like yeah. it doesn't matter how like creative yeah. what it is. Or is a girl saying that being like, I need something that's so unique and I can't just get him a watch. I can't just get him shorts. I can't. And I'm like, but that's because as a girl, you value something different than like. Yeah. Because girls want that creative shit, you know, more so. Like, as a guy just wants something functional yeah. that he's actually going to use. And if you want to get a little creative, pay attention to his favorite sports team and yeah. get him a jersey. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, that's what I wrote on my thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's a good... Football jersey, whatever kind of jersey yeah. he's into. What if, but jerseys are expensive. What about, can you think of anything that's, like, lower Okay, so yeah, cost so, if you're on a budget? Like, memorabilia. Like, okay, so in the same realm... Uh, just any sort of like, you can get shirts, you can get like beanies, you can get like, I have like Patriot slippers that mm-hmm. are probably like 10 bucks and they're from Target, but oh, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but you still like that I kind of shit. Yeah. Time yeah. Because they're Patriots and they're awesome. Yeah. Um, and so little accessories like that are super cool because you get to show how awesome like your team is. You get to be proud that you're wearing it and you're like, oh, this is a useful gift because my toes freeze at home. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, it's little like accessories like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I think we just like overthinks it, you know. You you have to be like okay, and I would really appreciate if a girl did this. If and this is how honestly how I developed any sense of style that I have, which <laughs> is I would ar- arguable, uh, <laughs> even though I think I dress well. Okay, literally half of our conversations in high school it would be Rahul sending me pictures 
uh, asking my opinion. Good. Do you like this shirt? Do you like this? Do you like this? Mostly no, because I pick out. <laughs> you got better though. I feel like I, it. It takes practice. You, yeah, that's how you learn though. No shame in asking. Yeah, and that's 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 what I recommend. Like if you have, if your significant other needs something, or you think they need mm-hmm. like a functional sweater yeah and they are horrible at choosing clothes to get them a sweater that yeah. they're gonna wear yeah or get them like some shorts or some jeans or something where they'll appreciate it it's functional and you like spot a need yeah it's like oh wow i totally need definitely these. i mean it takes so i that taste though yeah and i mean when i like i i dated Rahul, one of Rahul's good friends in high school and i completely changed his this, wardrobe oh it's, oh, it's unreal <laughs> <laughs> there's a formula that Katina has and it, it, this, it applied to him very much. And like it kind of like when I was asking my questions, it also applied to me. This is how I started wearing dark jeans, by the way. Uh, the dark <laughs> jeans. Everyone needs the dark yeah. jeans. So it's it's very possible to do. And as long as it looks good, no one is ever going to complain. No guy's going to be like, dang, Christina bought me these jeans. I can't yeah, wear them anymore. See? No, they're just jeans. Yeah. Dark jeans. You get dark only. jeans. I, you need... I can't give away all my secrets, but... <laughs> There are many. Yeah. You just... No. It's the perfect time to switch up somebody's style yeah. and manipulate them without them realizing it. And, and they look good. And yeah. then you have something nice to look at as well. Yeah. And there you go. And sometimes sometimes guys like don't want to tell you that they like want no. you to help them, but they do want it. So then... You know, I think sometimes girls are like, oh, he won't like that. So I won't get it for him. I'm like, right. no, get it for him. He'll probably... He'll probably still wear it. Because yeah. maybe he just, like, doesn't know what to wear. And so he's wearing what he... Do you know what I'm saying? If he's already got stuff and he's like, oh, I can't improve on this. Yeah. And especially when they don't know how to, like... This is this is personal experience talking right yeah. now. Yeah. So when you have, like, not so great clothes and then you don't know where the good clothes are... Yeah. You're not making any improvements. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Asking for help is a, a difficulty yet very rewarding... Yeah, yeah. Um, ...thing. So that would be a great gift. Like, yeah. Changing someone's style, I think. Definitely. And Wardrobe... my last thing is that i've had like some really cool stuff like retro gear Mm -hmm. is christina's not gonna like this because some of these are ridiculously looking but god some like i really like old like old school sunglasses from like the 60s or like old patagonia old north face jackets because they one they still function properly Mm they're they look cool because they're usually like absurd colors like bright blue oh god where do you find that you can okay places look Thrift stores in San Francisco, mm-hmm. an online website, which I cannot remember right now. <laughs> well, that's helpful. <laughs> and just, just like eBay. If you go on eBay and type in like like old Patagonia, or like retro Patagonia yeah. or like 60s Patagonia jacket, there'll be a bunch of cool stuff that comes up. Um, some of it's really expensive because it's like collectibles, but most of them are reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. And stylish is up for debate on these, but guys <laughs> like them. Okay, good to know. I'll have to, I don't know. I judge on a case by case basis, so yeah, I, I won't. I won't just knock everything off. Like I had a, a pair of these sunglasses that um, they're bright blue to begin with, and the lenses you uh-huh. can flip them up. Also, like like the blue lenses, yeah, and the like the pieces that go over your ears are like lightning bolts. So they're like interesting. Zigzag. That's actually and, pretty cool. And it was. It's like something that you wouldn't think of it, and they probably cost like six bucks. Yeah interesting okay those are good hopefully that helped you guys okay i think this was very informative i was like also entertaining we yeah we got a lot of content out there we've been here for a long time sorry this is long but worth it that's the beauty of a podcast you can pause it and come back (laughs) it's like a movie okay 
So thank you guys for listening. If you liked this, definitely subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, send in your questions to actuallyadultish.com and actuallyadultish at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, what you want us to talk about next. And yeah, thanks for being here today. This was really fun. Okay, I will talk to you guys again next week. (laughs) Bye.